This is By Its Cover, one marriage's journey through movie night using only the covers of movies found on streaming services. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin Eggleston. And I'm your other host, Bree. Eggleston. Uh-huh. Yep. It's Quit implied. trying to share yourself over here. You're not Prince, okay? I like it. They yeah. know by now we're on episode, what, 36 or 37? If they've listened to anything else, they know who we are. Oh, really? We are cocky. We're just, <laughs> they know us. And if you don't, don't worry. At the end, we'll tell you where you can find us on social media. Yeah, we uh, we are not good at keeping a low profile. You know what we don't say frequently when we sign off is we don't actually tell people to subscribe to listen to us on our streaming services. It's implied. <laughs> subscribe. Like, we continue doing this only because you folks keep listening, <laughs> which is a total lie. We just do this because Bree loves microphones. It's true. I do. <laughs> All right. So this week we are watching... 2018's Monster Party. Yeah, I'm actually kind of excited about this. Which is different than the Macaulay Culkin movie Party Monster. Right. With Seth Green, I think. I believe so. Yeah, that's quite a bit older than this movie. Mm hmm. But also. Looks like featured a murder, too. Yeah, I don't I don't I never watched it. So it's actually based on a true story. I mean, I think I knew that, but honestly, I didn't care enough to know. Okay, so we're watching 2018's Monster <laughs> Party. Uh, we found this one on Shudder. Yeah. and uh, Which is a subsidiary of Amazon Prime. Yeah, found it off of Amazon Prime. Uh, seven day free trial. It's the same thing we found uh, Blood Machines on. Yep. This is not a short movie, though. No, this is a, a full length movie. We don't know. Uh, we didn't. It's not, I mean, I it's not on the cover, so. but I'm assuming. Uh, I think this is one of those ones that like there's a couple times where we have been scrolling through a subscription service to find a movie and we just see a cover and we're like, nope, that goes in by its cover. Like we were we watched another movie and then we saw this cover and we're like this. Ha we have to do this one. Yes. So. And do you want to tell them why the what really sealed the deal for us? OK, what sealed the deal for you? <laughs> infuriates me because it's one of my pet peeves um <laughs> it's like one of those returning things it's like a bad check in our podcast um that was a really dated reference nobody uses checks anymore i do yeah you're a which yeah. by default means you do too. you're an ancient wizard woman <laughs> you also you know like to only go through the manual lines at checkout stands you don't self-check for nothing listen that the overhead for paying people to bag my groceries is included in the groceries I buy. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're so old. Oh, next you're going to tell me why we should keep pennies around. Actually, my favorite coin is a quarter. You have a favorite coin? <laughs> I mean, of the traditional coins, if we're going to go a little <laughs> bit further out, I really like the 50 cent piece. Holy shit, you have a favorite non-traditional coin? You have coins sorted into traditional and non-traditional? I like the hexagon of Susan B. Anthony's. And don't don't get She doesn't conform to your masculine circles. <laughs> I like the Sacagawea dollar coin as well, but I really you like the 50 would. cent piece. My mom used to give them to us. Like she'd go to the bank and um, actually get us 
special 50 cent pieces because they're so odd and I love them. Thanks, mom. <laughs> I used to like $2 bills because that's how much a Happy Meal cost. And every time I get a $2 bill, I'd be like, mom, Happy Meal. <laughs> and that's why I'm fat. <laughs> I liked $2 bills and I still like them because I'm a twin. True. And so people would get us instead of like five dollars, they'd get us two dollar bills in our birthday cards. <laughs> so really, you help them save money. <laughs> That's terrible. It felt special at the time. Damn it! You're like a Batman villain. Like Two Face does that shit. All right. Uh, we got a the thing we found in this cover is like we noticed a running theme where we uh, what we had Hatchet. Yep. The old guard. Yep. Well, shoot. triangle. Yeah. We've just had a running theme of like movies that have, oh, High Moon. Yep. We have just movies that have hatchets featured prominently. Yes. And this one had uh, a, a a hatchet on it. Bree, will you actually describe the color or the cover for folks? Yeah, absolutely. So mm-hmm. it, it looks like it's set in California, I'm assuming, because there's palm trees and it looks um, swanky. But not Palm Springs. Because <laughs> we can see the ocean. Right. <laughs> and Palm Springs not near the ocean. I've learned this. I get I get the feeling that it's um it, it's in a well-to-do area because the the floor is like this fancy concrete stonework, uh the driveway. And then there's a fancy Mustang in the back, but you've got at the forefront a uh blonde petite lady wielding a bloody hatchet wearing a bright red lace dress and then you've got a gentleman that's facing away from the camera as well and he's in a short-sleeved white button down and he's holding like it kind of looks like a katana it's a motherfucking katana (laughs) and then walking towards them uh, is an african-american gentleman very well dressed and interracial couple and a little white lady she's probably a Young, younger than me, anyways. Um, I bet she doesn't have a favorite coin. And she, actually, now that I think about it, she's probably got like a black Amex card, honey. <laughs> um, and she's in like this soft, pale yellow dress, and they're walking away from the car. The the man has a cane. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, this is why we both look at the cover. Uh, the the woman that's holding the hatchet. I also am. This makes me sound like a terrible person. Uh, her dress is very sheer. Uh, no, there's an underlayer. I mean, can, it's it's sheer at the it's sheer at the shoulders, and then it's um, it looks like she's got a slip underneath, but there is some see through pieces to it at the very bottom of the hem. You can done see that butt. You cannot see the you butt. You can done see the butt. No, you can't. There's some buttage. No. Uh, the font for this is a nice. Uh, Kind of 80s style font. Yeah. And that's pink. It just says Monster Party. Uh, we don't get a tagline on this. We just get uh, from the producer of Sinister. Isn't that the one with the creepy white face on it? Baby, that's so that, many movies. Is that the one with Nicolas Cage? It's really just any movie with like Steve Buscemi. I think Buscemi that's the one it. with Nick Cavan. I'm trying to have a conversation and you're over here making fun of Steve Buscemi, who is an amazing actor. He is. He's fantastic. And he also helped on 9-11. Aw, that's sweet. Yeah. Um, uh, no, Sinister was the 
um, Ethan Hawke one where oh. the monster was in the movies. Yep. I remember that now. Yeah. We watched that one. It was okay. Uh, so we actually get to see clearly who's in this. We've got uh, Sam Strike. I don't recognize. Aaron Moriarty. Don't recognize. Okay, First two names, though, seem very horror movie names. Yes. <laughs> and then we've got Robin Tooney, who I'm quite thrilled about. Uh, Kevin, of course, it gives him flashbacks to my rewatch of The Mentalist. Your like, second rewatch of The <laughs> Mentalist in like a year. For those of you that didn't watch The Mentalist, she is also the main actor in the movie The Craft. Pretty sure she's also in Sin City. I, I just remember her, re- like her always, her feature is that she always looks like she's about ready to cry. And then you've got Julian Mahone. McMahon. McMahon. Is that how you say that? McMahon. I don't know. I'm not her. I'm not Julian. It's not like a, a girl. You know who oh, that is. Do I? Victor Von Doom from the Fantastic Four, the Chris Evans version. Oh, he was also on Nip Tuck. Yay. <laughs> and then you've got Lance Reddick, who was uh, the. Um, oh, he's the dude that's it was in Resident Evil. Uh, correct. I, I don't know about that. I was going to say he was in Fringe. He was the yeah. the lead guy. He's in not Fringe. in. Uh, he's not not in uh, Resident Evil. But yeah, he's a great actor. Yes. I'm I like super, him in everything. I, so I'm actually really looking forward. He always plays like a gruff military type. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to this movie. Yeah. But Kevin, based on the cover that we just randomly described, uh, what kind of theories do you have going here? Uh, I'm going to go with. A lot of murder. Okay, that's that's, um, <laughs> that's pretty obvious. And I don't know it's because we just watched another movie that I feel like might be vaguely similar. Uh, I'm going to go with a couple is invited to a dinner party. We'll see if there's a whisper of ketamine at this one. <laughs> with some pomegranate. This ends up being a goddamn time travel movie. <laughs> Like they go back in time and everyone's monsters in the past. I'm going to be so furious. Um, <laughs> no, I think they're going to, they're going to be invited to a dinner party as guests and they're going to end up as like sacrifices to a ritual. Ooh, nice. What I would love though. Okay. Tell me is if they invite this couple and like, it's like Hannibal, the dinner party is a bunch of cannibals. Uh, okay. And like it's all leading to a Cthulhu ritual. Kevin, it's not I gonna... love I love Eldrick Abomination <laughs> movies. It's I need I need happen. I need it to be Hannibal, uh the TV series, not the movie. The movie was so awful. <laughs> Hannibal doesn't need a backstory where like the Nazis made him eat his sister. No. Okay. Uh personal opinions. <laughs> But Hannibal, where it's like, you remember that mo- that TV series where it had the gross, like, food porn? Yeah. That you're like, oh, this is supposed to be really appetizing food, but it just looks so gross, but also it's human. It was grotesque. Yeah. Love that. Mads Mickelson was amazing. We yes. never did finish watching that. We didn't, because uh, it split. Like, it went on to a different s- service. It got canceled and then got Oh, yeah, up. that's right. And so we never picked it up after the switch. But I want that, but then also some, like, evil... <laughs> Some cosmic evil. Kevin, you're not getting cosmic evil from this. Oh, it needs to be Hannibal mushed with in the mouth of madness. (laughs) 
Kevin, I feel like. Am I going to have to start writing movies to make movie that I want? That's that's exactly right. (sighs) That's so much work. Why won't somebody just take my ideas and do it for me? (laughs) You have a BFF that teaches screenwriting. Like, come on, babe. You've got the idea. Then, Then I still have to talk. Just somebody needs to take it from my brain and put it on the art. Kevin, you're whining. Quarantine's a lot. made me very lazy. <laughs> I went to do stand up like for the couple weeks it was open and I debated, can I sit during this? Is that an option? It's not. Yeah, no, it's not even in the title. <laughs> it's the exact opposite of the title. What do you think you're going to get out of this? Um, I think we are going to get. um. The, this couple gets invited to some sort of party, not necessarily a dinner party. And the hosts, they've never met him in person before. And I think the hosts are actually going to be um, fake. They're going to they're going to have like stuff, the real owners in the closet after killing them. And they're pretending to be the hosts. Oh, and they're not. They're there to steal and then they end up murdering. Gotcha. They monsters, but they still want to potty. Uh, <laughs> why are they from Boston? I don't know. <laughs> I was just switching things up. Are a they going to bury the bodies in the pack? <laughs> they have it yet? <laughs> Is that going to be a cow pack? Oh, that's a terrible accent. We shouldn't ever do accent work in this. <laughs> you know, I, here's my other thing I think would be cool. Okay, tell me. It's a masquerade party they're invited to. Masquerade. If I knew it was going to trigger song, I wouldn't have said it. You should know that by now. Masquerade party. Everyone's dressed as monsters and they end up being the monsters that they're dressed as. Or the revelation is man is the real monster. I'm pretty sure there was an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer where that happened. Oh, cool. You want to name things I also haven't watched? (laughs) Okay, you. I mean, you could pick most of the Criterion Collection. Honestly, I'm not a, an astute film goer. It wasn't a, a masquerade party. It was a Halloween thing, and oh, they was turned, it was it a, a mash? Was it a monster mash? <laughs> there were or was monsters. it a graveyard smash? <laughs> was a graveyard smash? Yeah, I just had said that. <laughs> <laughs> Your tag on my jokes can't just be you restating it as the song. I am not a comedian. I can do whatever the hell I want. I don't have to follow your rules. Oh, you sound like most of the comedians I know. Uh, anyways. Ooh, comedian bird. Yeah. Super uh, specific scene reference. All right. Any other predictions for this movie, Brie? Um, I think I will get at least one jump scare. You think at least one jump scare? Yep. Okay. I'm going to expect at least one head under a silver platter. Oh, like to reveal? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And I'm also going to guess nine puns about murder. Oh, well, you're going to have to actually pay attention to the movie while you're watching it because I'm not going to count that for you. I withdraw <laughs> my thought that involved me having to, to count. I thought you might. I predict one and then I'll say 
got it. And then I say we quit. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about accurate. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bree. Let's go watch a movie. Let's go check it out. And we are back having just finished up Monster Party. Bree, gotta know. What did you uh what did you snack on? I don't I don't remember. Do you remember? I feel like we didn't have a snack. You know, this is the problem with not writing it down. <laughs> it's a problem only when we have a movie that's good enough to make us forget what the snackings are. <laughs> which honestly hasn't happened that often. <laughs> I um I I honestly don't remember. Uh, Maybe Starburst? Should... Well, I mean, that's just a... That's yeah, just... that's a shot in the dark. I was That's really just guessing <laughs> what you're eating 50% of the time. I mean, when we started this, it used to be Reese's Pieces, but maybe Reese's Pieces is like my dark months yeah. treat, and then when it starts getting summery, it's Starbursts. Really? That's your, like, white up until Labor Day moment? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, that's my autumnal snack. <laughs> It makes sense, though, because those are like autumnal colors. Reese's pieces are. Yeah. And then then Starbursts are very summery colors. Well, everything's new and fresh and vibrant. And so you you want to experience all the flavors of summer. Yeah. Whereas in the winter, you're like, I am consuming peanut butter to survive. (laughs) It's got protein. Does it? I doubt it. <laughs> I love how you said it with so much confidence. It's technically a weight loss supplement. I wish. Uh, no, so we watched Monster Party. Yep. Um, I guess we should start with uh, what what did you what did you kind of think about it? What was the overarching plot? It's actually a fairly simple plot. I, I actually really appreciated that. Okay, well, if it's so simple, why don't you? Don't talk about script it. Script flip. I introed this segment. <laughs> Don't you can't yes and by being like and back to you. Yes and. <laughs> well, let me tell you first, Kevin, you were right. I usually am. It was a dinner party. It was a dinner party. But the, w- with monsters. Yes, but the monsters bum 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 were humans. Man is the real monster. It's just a recurring theme. Which is what you um, assessed in our intro as well. So I either think that you're a super genius, which I'll I'll let you think that one or (laughs) or it's a very common theme in bad movies. How you phrased that was very interesting. (laughs) It's either I think you're a super genius, which I'll let you think so. What I'm thinking is that you think I'm a super genius, not that I am a super genius, <laughs> just that I think that you think I'm a super genius. Mm. I love to support you in all that you do. Uh, only in my mind, apparently. <laughs> so we've got these three, they're what, early 20s? Youths. youths. Indeterminate youths. Youths. Uh, you, they start out with... Um, a, they break into a house, the three of them. Um, With an ingenious scheme. I was like, man, if I would have thought of that, I would have robbed more houses. Currently, my house robbing numbers are at zero. But I could have gotten up into the easy ones. <laughs> what they did is uh, the one girl stood outside and was off or trying to get people to sign up for like 
a save, save the environment room. type thing. And so nobody would look at her as they'd walk by. So they wouldn't look at the house that was getting broken into. Yeah. Uh, Iris, her name is Iris and she is on Marvel's Runaways. Yes. Yeah. Which well, is actually, there's a lot of people we recognized in other things. There were, there were, um, there were a lot of people that are uh, character actors that were in this. Yep. And she is only, she was only a couple months pregnant. Yeah. I think she said, yeah, four weeks. Uh, maybe he two said months. two months. Yeah. Uh, with Dodge, who's one of the other. Yeah. He's one third of the thief party. Um, the trio, the trope troop. And then you've got Casper who, who he is robbing so he can pay off his dad's stripping gambling stripper gambling debt stripper gambling because you gamble on the strippers um you like <laughs> they do like mud wrestling or something and you- <laughs> no, just i bet you 20 bucks she falls off the pole uh, i don't know i don't know how stripper gambling works right do you you get two strippers and they race to the top kind of like a so I think one of the funniest parts of watching this whole entire movie is that you didn't realize until the very, very, very end of the movie that his dad is Bill Ingvall. Yeah, the dad that has stripper gambling debts, which to be fair, I'm going to bet based on a true story about Bill Ingvall. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm going to start this podcast with a little light slander. Uh, <laughs> No, yeah, Bill Engvall, it blew me away. I had to, I was like, no, that's not him. You didn't believe me. Well, because you have Bill Engvall and there's no dialogue. There's nothing. I mean, he barely says a word. Yeah, I mean, he's not in the movie a ton, but it's just like, that's his IMDB credit in this is (laughs) Monster Party and like Delta Farce. I don't know if he's in Delta Farce. That's Larry the Cable Guy. But still, there's not a ton of Bill Engvall. (laughs) He had his own TV series. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I'm like in the canon of Bill Engvall, there's not a ton. Like, it's not deep. Yeah. I didn't say it wasn't amazing. <laughs> it's not deep. Um, I'll open for you, Bill. I don't. <laughs> I'm not picky. At Kevin underscore egg. <laughs> yeah. Shameless self-promotion. Oh, we're tagging a minute. So, yeah, it's uh, over some sort of debt. Like, the, Casper watches his dad get his finger cut off with a cigar cutter, which... You actually don't see the actual cut. I had to look away because it was making me nauseous. Oh, so you don't know if you actually see the cut or not. You're, but they pulled away to his face. I know a, that. They cut. They yeah. cut. They cut during the cut. They cut the cut. It was a cut cut. <laughs> um, cut so they, squared. they agree to rob a house that Iris kind of knows. She does a side catering gig at. Every yeah, now and again. she... She, it seemed like when she got there that she was helping prepare the food as well as serve drinks and um, noshies, canapé. Noshies? That can't be a real word. No, I don't know. My mom says it. <laughs> oh, and so I definitely know it's not a real word. Um, but yeah, they, she says Snacks. like they've got a lot and there's only she thinks there's only cameras on the first floor, which I'm like, I don't think that's how that's going to work. <laughs> I don't think that's how rich people's houses work. But, They're like, we only go eight feet up. So, of course, Casper's dad needs the money quick. $10,000. $10,000 within the next 24 hours or the strip club owner like kills him. Or Which is a terrible investment strategy. You don't kill the person you need money from. Right. Then they don't pay you anymore. 
Exactly. Come on, man. You cut off one finger. He's got nine other fingers. You can just keep going. So anyways, Iris gets Dodge and Casper in the house. Um, They're, of course, not dressed to par, so they have to go upstairs and borrow clothes from the son. It's a nuclear family that owns, like the typical nuclear family that owns this mansion. It's a, a man and a woman, and they have a daughter and a son. Yeah, I just thought it was like, Mansion and typical aren't the words, like, <laughs> and it's it's palatial. It is, yeah. It's like a compound. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a mansion in the like classic sense. Yeah, um, it's not beautiful a, garden. It's not a Mick mansion. Water features, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, it's not just a very large house. I it's, mean, when they pan away at the very end via a drone, it looks like an Italian estate. Yep. Yes, an estate. That was the word that I was wanting. <laughs> Um, I liked palatial though. That was yeah, a good that word was a good too. Good word. High five for me. Boop. Um, Robin Tooney. Yes. Who I like to say Tunny. I. I it, it might. You off. It might be Tunny. Yeah. Is the mom, and she's trying to organize this dinner, and then which you find out it's an annual dinner. Yeah, it's an annual dinner, and the illusion is that they give is that this is a like a celebratory giving of one year chip sober yeah for like an aa meeting yeah it's her her husband her son and her daughter and they all are getting there kind of like one year and they all work or they not all work for they all owe it to this guy who is kind of like the guru for them and he brings his most recent group of converts so his name is milo but he's milo, played yeah. by lance reddick who is just a phenomenal he's actor. He's great in everything he's in. Like, he's very understated. Yep. Um, And they talk, like, they talk about basically, like, I saw this man, and he was all alone, and nobody was around him, and I didn't do anything. And that, you know, you're kind of ne- nebulous as to what it is. I mean, you know what yeah, it is. Yeah, you kind of. <laughs> and then you, like, what you slowly find out, um, not actually all that slowly, really. No, actually, it happens <laughs> it quickly. Because while that's happening, they're trying to break into the safe, and uh, Casper's trying to break into the safe, and Dodge is um, pressing the button that turns off the power to mm-hmm. the safe to so it doesn't click the alarm system. Um, it and that's happening while they're doing this like sober. Uh, I've been, I haven't had a drink for blah 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 blah. Kind of, you know, that yeah. speech that addicts give in all movies yeah, and it's been hard or it's not been hard and you know yeah and so they're they're all sitting around the table while the casper and dodge are trying to get into the safe and when the he doesn't hit the button in time everything shuts down and locks down right um when dodge can't hit it in time because he gets kind of cornered by the sun who's creepy like yeah out of everybody in this movie i feel like he did the best creep factor. Yeah. The son kind of like follows him into the bathroom and all this. Uh, you find out they're all. Um, serial killers. Serial killers, but they're all in the, like, this is their rehab or this is their, um, they're all Elliot. In, re- in recovery. There we go. Yep. That's what I want. They're all in recovery for serial killing. Um, that's Milo's thing or Milo's thing is that he is their kind of guru. That's guiding them to a nobler path. Um, for video game people, this isn't like this won't resonate for you, but for like the video game part of me, there's a quest in Fallout New Vegas where you have to go to a casino that's called the White Glove Society, or that's what runs it. Mm-hmm. It turns out everyone in the White Glove Society is a 
former cannibal. Oh. Yeah. And you can actually like, or not former, they still are cannibals. It's a tough one to get over apparently. Um, And like, they have all these prim and proper society styling or the fanciest casino. They have the best restaurant. And uh, yeah, they eat. The secret is that uh, to serve man as a cookbook. Ugh. Yeah. Um, anyways, so Elliot goes off on a bender and kills, kills Dodge. Yeah. He says like, Hey, let me see your hand. Let me see your hand. Then grabs Dodge's hand and cuts it off. Oh, it was. And then hacks him apart with a cleaver. And, uh, then like, right. Uh, the, or since Dodge isn't there to reset the timer, the, the house locks down and they all go upstairs to. Uh, check out what's going on. They find Elliot there with the cleaver, the bloody body, just Elliot's covered in gore. And he's, of course, grinning like a lunatic. Yeah, yeah he's happy. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, I've gone on diets <laughs> and then gotten that like first cheeseburger and I'm like, this is fucking, why would I have quit? Oh my God. Should probably not good for me. Uh, speaks to my vices. But I understand, like we had that month where we went like vegan. <laughs> And then we're like, no, I'm going to rub it on my face. This is amazing. Where's the pizza? Yeah, it's just like licking the wrapper of the thing. Um, but like right when they're doing that, they're having this confrontation. And Milo, Milo's pissed. He, you know, knocks him down. He's like, you never even tried to get better. And uh, Casper walks out uh-huh. and sees that. And then he's like, Iris runs shit. up the stairs and sees basically her baby's daddy. Like, totally. Then you just see. What's the Elliot? Elliot is just clapping. He's he's so happy. He's so happy. And he's clapping with Dodge's hand. Oh, it's because he knows that they're going to have to kill the other two now. Yeah. So he's pretty much started a sequence of events that all of these people, one, uh, Robin Tooney is probably the longest sober person other than Milo. And she had been sober for six years, meaning she hadn't killed anyone for six years. Yeah. Uh, but he knows that he started a chain of events that means that. Yeah, he's causing everyone to relapse. Everybody's everybody's fucked. It's like it's like a hint of ketamine at a <laughs> a whisper. Yeah, a whisper of ketamine at a <laughs> go listen to our episode of coherence. <laughs> Yeah. So uh Casper and Iris kind of run in different directions. Uh-huh. Iris hides in a closet. Casper hides in the master bedroom. Uh Milo tries Which, to talk him out. Can we talk about that master bedroom? I thought it was a guest room. It's not all that fancy. I'm sorry. Um serial killers don't always have the same taste as us normal people. Well, it just makes me wonder if they actually like rented out a mansion for the filming, but were only allowed in certain rooms for it. And that clearly is like the last person, that weird step uncle on the left side that they don't want there, that they put him up in that room because it was probably the most boring master suite I've ever seen. Well, I feel like if you're a serial killer, at that level, because we never find out what these people do. So nope. apparently they serial kill and invest in stocks and buy like <laughs> Bitcoin or something. I don't know how they got rich. But like you lead a rich inner life. You don't need ostentatious <laughs> displays of wealth and excess um, is what I'm assuming. I don't know. Uh, obviously, just based on our stylings, I can't afford to kill anyone. I can. Um. I don't really want to. Yeah, that as well. It seems like a lot of work. Um, 
So that you know, Milo's trying to negotiate with them, and he says, "Hey, I'm going to offer you ten thousand dollars if you come out." And Casper says, "No, you killed my friend. It's going to cost you a hundred thousand dollars." Which actually, well played, Casper. Yeah, it's a negotiation tactic, really. Like you <laughs> falls in your court there. But uh, what was so funny is Milo then steps aside, and they're like, "Hey, you're not really going to give him a hundred thousand dollars, are you?" And he's like, "No." But he has this conversation right within earshot of the door. I'm like, you couldn't have gone to a separate room. There's 90 <laughs> fucking rooms in this house. <laughs> and Casper totally hears it. Yeah. So he knows that- it's made out of rooms. And they're like, oh, we're just going to step out off two steps to the side in the hall. So yeah. You can hear this. He's still like the whole group of them, other than the two guys that chased after Iris are uh, standing there having this conversation. Just a normal People talk voices. Yeah. And Milo says, no, nah, we're going to trick him. We'll bring him out. Then we'll uh, drug them both up and we'll turn him over to the cops and get him put in a mental institute. Yep. So it's like, he's a scummy dude, but he doesn't want to kill anyone. Yeah. Like he's really hardlining on the, like, we shouldn't kill anyone. That's wrong. Your son relapsed and that's a thing we'll have to deal with. But like, yeah, let's not add to it. Um. So. Uh, Casper does some digging in the room, finds a revolver, mm-hmm. uses it to kind of get down to the same place that Iris is. Um, All the while, Iris is warding off the two scummy dudes that have been super inappropriate with her the whole time. They've been creepy. They were like creepy vibes. And then there's like creepy and also serial killer vibes. Yeah. But one of them's like an Italian stereotype, even though he's apparently brothers with a, a ginger. Yeah. Um, but he's like an Italian star. He reminded me of uh, the young dudes in My Cousin Vinny. Oh, I've never seen it. Yeah, like that preening Jersey Shore kind of. Oh, gotcha. He even has that like pseudo accent. Mm-hmm. And he's mad that his face gets cut. He's like, you ruined my face. Yeah. So then Aaron, not Aaron, Alexis, uh, who's the sister. um, Saves Iris. Saves Iris. Runs into as Casper runs into them, and then they go and hide in like a secret room. Oh, you're missing a step. Okay, tell me. You're missing. So, uh, they all are kind of in the. They're Alexis tries to get them out, and she can't reset the security system. Um, and then the family all comes down. Everyone comes down and catches them, and Casper's got the gun. And um, he gets attacked and get got pinned down. And Iris is fighting with the Italian kid whose face she cut. He's choking her. And Milo snaps, grabs him by the flap of skin that got oh, cut open. yeah. And peels it back and oh. then beats him to death with his club, saying there's not going to be any more killing. And which is actually <clears throat> when... Lance Reddick, Milo stands up again and looks at Patrick, the dad, and everybody else that are standing there after he's just pretty much eviscerated this kid. And Patrick, we should also mention, looks like a douchey Vincent Price knockoff. He's got the oh, it like, totally does like the cavalier. Ca- what is cavalier that? mustache? The you know the Oliver Queen type deal. Yeah, it's yeah. And he's wearing the smoking jacket with a cravat, or maybe he wasn't, but he just felt like he was. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but Milo turns around and is like, there will be no more killing. And Lance Reddick's face in this scene is phenomenal. Yeah, like, it goes from pissed and angry. Just so mad, like full on. I could see the flames coming out of his ears. Barely. To shock. 
because because yeah, Patrick kills him. He's like, yeah, no, we're not. I'm done listening to you, and then shoots and kills him. And uh, so that's when Iris and Casper and Alexis run into this secret room, which actually turns out to be the trophy room. Yeah. Um. And Iris is like freaking out in the corner and up chucks because you know she's stressed, she's pregnant, she just lost her baby daddy and or her boyfriend. Um, and then you know they're um, Casper gets a katana, Iris gets a which she says is Elliot's favorite. Yeah, <laughs> just like oh god, he is a douche. He's, he's just such a douche. Not only is skeezy and he causes this whole thing and, and he's he a has- serial killer, he's a douche. He's I would be so pissed if I got killed by a katana from a douchey frat bro. He wears like a turtleneck and a blazer. He has. His ears the pierced. one too long earring. Yes, exactly. That's what I was just gonna say. Oh, and a he's buzz got, cut. He's got like a stud in, but then the other side, he's got a long earring, buzz cut, just cocky you, swagger. You can't smell him, but you know it smells like shitty cologne, <laughs> like too much Axe body spray. Yeah, like it's expensive Axe body spray. <laughs> um, like he has his own custom fragrance made by them. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, like if I got killed by him, I'd be so pissed. I'd just be up in heaven. I'd be like, this is bullshit. So send me back. Send me back. I'm not going to get killed by this little asshole. Oh, man. Um, so they're in this room and it's got skulls and all these trophies and it's got a door marked private something. Yeah, private. Uh, private. I can't remember quite what the door was marked with, but it's pretty much do not enter. Yeah, she private mentioned collection, private collection. Yeah. They, and then Patrick, the dad, mentions he's going to release is it Mikey. Mike. Yeah, Mikey. Mickey. Mickey. And which we were told earlier in the night that Mickey was the dog. It's well, not a dog. Turns out Mickey is the deformed child that they kept in the basement. That's uh, apparently insane. Tri- triggered by to kill by a, one of those ballerina music boxes. Yeah, he, he starts playing the music box. And Alexis over the the PA system and Alexis feels weird to be like, Hey, and Alexis hears music and freaks out. Uh, Cause you know, Amazon, but that's Alexa. Oh, Uh, (laughs) that's not where my mind went. Gavin. Well, we're different people Um, (laughs) because Alexis is always listening. No, uh, Alexis freaks out about it. And they're like, why it's just shitty music. And she's like, no, you don't know what's coming. And she kind of is like, you need to get weapons and you need to be prepared. And then she stands in front of them like she's going to shield them somewhat. Yeah. Doesn't even happen. No. Mickey just pulls through them, kills Iris, which actually surprised me. Freaking rips her face off with his teeth. Yeah. And got her throat there. We're assuming that's why she died so quick. But then freaking Casper goes at him with the katana and slices him right down the center. Yeah. Crazy doesn't beat katana. It turns out in rock. (laughs) In the game of rock katana crazy. <laughs> katana beats crazy. <laughs> yeah. We don't know how it does against rock. Um, but no. if it beats rock too, that's an overpowered choice. You always pick katana then. <laughs> but I think it was just kind of a weird little scene because they make Mickey in those short few minutes seem like this. Uh, I mean, he's supposed to be clearly insane. Like after he kills Iris, uh, he has a little like squeaky horn for a bike yep and he's like god bless everyone it's it was <laughs> crazy it. 
Yeah, it is kind of disturbing. And then he just, within five minutes of him being introduced, he's gone. Yeah. Well, this this movie, it kind of is very uh, expendable with its cast. Mm-hmm. There, there's 18 deaths. Wow. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even have figured, oh, well, I guess there's a rampage coming up. Yeah. But, uh, so, Alexis and Casper escape. They get cornered by Patrick, who's retrieved a hatchet, and apparently that's his favorite. <laughs> so I'm like, no, dude, you look like the Monopoly man if he murdered people. <laughs> I don't believe for a second you know how to swing a hatchet. Yeah, so we actually forgot one kill. Um when Milo arrives, he arrives with a young white woman who's very docile and looks at Casper and mouths, help me as she walks in. And from the dinner table, she actually gets up, goes into the kitchen and slits her wrists. Yeah, she commits suicide. You also forgot another one because there was another serial killer that was there that he oh, was the first Diego one that Luna. really lets you know something's wrong is Diego. Was that Diego Luna? Yeah, the one that was in Rock of Ages. Oh. Huh. Yeah. See all these character huh. people, but he uh, he has a comment or like he he was going to do his like speech about his sobriety and he pr- breaks our bus out of guitar. Bonetta. As Diego. I say, Diego Luna was in Rogue One. And right. I was like, I would remember that because he was very dashing. No, Diego um, Bonetta. He was in uh, uh, Rock of Ages. Yeah, he uh He's like, I'm going to play a song. And then he gets his guitar and it's all, all the strings are cut. And he just lose, like, loses it. Starts losing it. Like, what are you fucking laughing at? Blah, blah, uh, at this kid that's just giggling the whole time. Yeah. Because they're all sociopaths. Yeah. Psychopaths. Yes. I, Whichever Homicidal one. maniacs. Yep. That's, even. Yep. That'll work. Uh, but anyways, there, he tries to restrain Iris when they're struggling at the stairs. And she shoves him down. And we assume he breaks his neck and dies. Yep. So we don't never see him again. So... Uh, Patrick and Casper are kind of fighting hatchet versus katana fight. And Alexis is like, dad, please don't. Yeah. And he gives her kind of the speech about like, this is why you don't side against the family. And then uh, Casper katanas his leg. <laughs> yeah. Does he katana his leg? No, he cuts his stomach open. Oh, that's right. And everything, him. everything drips out on yeah. the floor like intestines. <laughs> yeah. We got to see how the sausage got made. <laughs> um, and then Alexis picks up the hatchet. They they run out the door and they get chased by that little ginger shit. Yeah. <laughs> like with a, a, a chainsaw, but it's clearly like a battery operated one. It's a very <laughs> green chainsaw. Yeah. It's, it's like a Ryobi. <laughs> yeah. And he is chasing them. I'm so, so glad it wasn't a power cord one. It's running on a 12 volt battery. Um, <laughs> Chasing him and uh, this is who gets his. Yeah. Casper like trips and does a roll and then like spins and cuts the guy's leg off. The, the And he falls backwards and the chainsaw lands on his chest and <laughs> chainsaws him up. He's innards too. Yeah. And Elliot. Um, Elliot captures them, knocks them out with a baseball bat. His sister and yeah. Casper. Alexis and uh, Casper. And then when they wake up, they're on opposite ends of a pool tied together with ropes. Yeah, I mean, he... And freaking, a knife in their hand. 
what was that game where with the cat and the mouse where you had to like set up the trap? Mouse trap? Yep, that one. <laughs> it was like that, but for murdering them. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, man, you guys are inconsistent. Most serial killers kind of have like a thing that they do. Well, and that's the thing that oh, throughout this whole thing, I'm like, these are all clearly serial killers. They've all murdered before. But when it comes down to killing, they're just all rampagey. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. You tell me there's not a signature. Like, you're not going to be like, ooh, I've brought my white rose. Well, or, you know, you it's kind of like, like I said, when we go off a diet, it's always <laughs> like one whole pizza that we binge. And then the next <laughs> days we start to really like nail it down. <laughs> we nail down how we're going to gain this back. Um, <laughs> so I get it. They're binging. Um but I also was like, man, you guys were unconscious for probably a bad side amount of time. Like, well, you, yeah, because he strung them up with rope, put them in a two chairs, bring them to where the pool was, tie them up with two different colors of rope. Yep. You got to make sure that we get know. Get duct tape, get <laughs> steak knives, <laughs> make sure that they're balanced properly. That yeah. had to take some How time. How did he do that? You know, the rich are different than us, honey. Yeah. Uh, the 1% is just a different breed. So, while we were all like trying to survive a pandemic, he was studying some physics for chair balancing <laughs> and geometry. Yeah. <laughs> Doing some complicated math. <laughs> like that house was that big. Did you see any groundskeepers or butlers or anyone? No, they're no. all dead. They were all like first drafts. <laughs> um, this is the reason why that house had no servants, but had to hire three caterers last minute. Um, <laughs> So anyways, he gives him the ultimatum. Yeah, he's like, one of you is either going to like, and I got the impression in this scene that Alexis hadn't actually killed anyone. Did you? Like she, because he said like, this is going to be transformative for you. This is going to bring you into the family or back to the family. Interesting. So I got the impression that she was like the only one that hadn't killed. Hmm. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, she doesn't kill anyone in this. Yeah, no, she doesn't. Well, does she stab? No. No. I don't think she does. Yeah. So I, I, I was under the impression that she was kind of like the, the good one. Yeah. Um, Or at least she was the most morally reserved. Which is interesting. It. She was the only one wearing such a vibrant color. She wore bright red. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, she was the red dress from what we see on the cover. She's also played by the actress that's Starlight in The Boys. True. Which I do enjoy The Boys. It comes back. Soon. September, I think. Um. And yeah, so they Casper's pleading with her not to cut the rope and she cuts it. She he does. plunges into the pool and then her brother throws her in anyways. Yeah, because he's he's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyone that wears asymmetrical earrings might be an asshole. <laughs> That's my like, there's certain things that I have no backing for why I believe I that. Don't know. I some think that people, might be one of them. Some people can pull it off. Are you thinking right now of Robin in the Dancing with Myself? I do like that music yeah, video. But the the earring dancing that goes, on my own. Dancing with myself, dancing on my own synonymous songs. <laughs> dancing with myself sounds like you're masturbating. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Just in the corner dancing with myself. <laughs> you made that so creepy. Ugh. Oh man. Just rubbing your hand on your tum tum. So, anyways, they're floating in the pool looking at each other. Mm-hmm. And then uh you see Robin Tooney's character come running up to Elliot, pull out a knife and stab him. And then he, they, he cuts to them and, you know, Elliot falls into the pool. Yeah. Blood everywhere. Yeah. And, and 
then it cuts to Robin Tooney and they're all sitting around the pool, like trying to breathe. Yeah. And she's like, relapse is a bitch. Um, <laughs> and Elliot jumps up. Oh, this is where Alexis, because doesn't Alexis kill him when he jumps back up? Yeah. She stabs him in the does. neck. Yeah. With the knife that was taped to her hand. Yep. And then Robin Tooney's character is like, how much money is this going to cost to make you forget about it? And see, this is where I'm disappointed yeah. in Casper. Casper's like $100,000 and a car. And so he gets like a Lamborghini. Yeah. Drives I mean, it back to the strip club. Beautiful drive. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood Hills. And like, the strip gorgeous. club bouncer that was giving him shit before was like, rough night, samurai. And then gets his throat cut. Yeah. But Casper goes on a um, like low-key rampage. Yeah. He kills like four of the strippers. Mm-hmm. And then, then he goes in and, oh, the guy that is holding his dad hostage is getting a blowy at his desk. And he a just, beach. he just goes in and slices his cranium. Like you see full on brain. Yeah. The top of his head off. I don't know what would kill you. I'm not a doctor I, or a murderer. I mean, he clearly didn't get up from it. Yeah. Um, but you know, that might also been like play possum. Maybe. I don't, I just, I remember the end of, uh, is it Hannibal? Where they scoop out Ray Liotta's brains and eat it. I don't. I don't remember that part. But. Oh yeah. And uh, I just like so I'm like maybe you can survive it. I don't know. I don't know. So then and he, he treats brains like gelato. Then he gets his dad Billingville. Yeah. Well, no, they he doesn't get him. His dad just kind of like looks at him as Casper's like covered in blood cool. and has the katana. Um. And then the movie ends. That's it. Robin Tooney and Alexis are still at the house. As far as we know, yeah. There's no, there's no, he got the girl or anything. No, nope. he got the money in the car. Yeah, he got the more money and then the car. Which, once again, like at that point, wouldn't you have renegotiated, say, I want $250,000? Because the first time he asked for 100000 there was only one death at that point that he had to forget. But by the time you got to the pool, almost the whole entire house was dead. Yeah. So wouldn't you have upped your price? Exactly. In my well, opinion. he also could have been worried too that they would like they could have turned around him and like he killed everyone. Oh no! I just don't think him. he was thinking big enough. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. In this traumatic moment where everyone he knows is dead and he's killed people, you're like not your best Shark Tank moment. You, you know, could have gone higher, higher. You could <laughs> ask for a little bit more. You know, what's interesting, though, is he didn't really ever portray much affection for any of the people he worked with because like, yeah, he was he he felt obligated to his dad to take care of his dad. But he didn't really seem like when he saw his dad getting beat up, he didn't really have an emotional reaction to that. I think he was supposed to be the good one. The good one. Out of a bunch of serial killers. No, like the good one out of his friends group. Like he's the one that's forced into this. He's not doing it. But it's like Iris was makes comments about like, no, we need to do this. We need to make this money. He's always the reluctant one. Yeah. Um, He didn't want to do it. And he's not even the smart one because him and Dodger both. They both seem kind of they all seem pretty aware. He was the one that was cracking the safes. Right. And knew how to get into the safes. Dodge was kind of the. I don't know the the wingman or like the the hype man. He was like the one that got them excited to do it and kind of was the face, like the talker. Yeah. Um. But uh, I think it was again like the other two are fully committed to it. Casper's not right, and so 
for him to have gone at the end from the person that gets reluctantly dragged into it to the person that like has killed people, not only killed people in self-defense, but like he kills some people unnecessarily he kills like yeah. two of the strippers that are just trying to run away. Absolutely. And I think that's the part where he stopped being a sympathetic protagonist. Yeah, I don't think, I mean like, yeah, well, good. I'm glad that cold blooded murders where you like <laughs> lines, lines drawn. Well, the thing is like I, everything else you could, you could say, well, I, you know, he's doing it for his dad or he's trying to get himself safe. But then at that point, like he's just randomly murdering girls that are stripping because they need the money. Like, come on. Well, Kate, or like, it, I think that's kind of one of the things that the movies talks about is like these people, like this is kind of infectious in a way. It's not like the movie's like, oh, you're infected with serial killer virus or something, but it's just like this madness causes this madness. Yeah. Did you get the feeling that he was now going to go and be what they were? Uh, I think he now realizes how easy it is hmm. and how like it is in some ways powerful because uh, up until that point in the movie, like he's not in charge. He's very downtrodden. Yeah. He's the like, like again, reluctant. Like he's yeah. not, he's not heroic in any sense. Now he's not heroic because he's a murderer. Well, and the other thing is, is like he really didn't even go to save Iris I mean, he didn't step out of his way to go and help when he could have. It just was a series of circumstances where he ended up with Iris it, as opposed to him going and trying to find her and get her out of there. Though he does argue like we need to get her out of here. She's pregnant. So he yeah. does have some agency about like, I need to protect my friend because something's valuable. You know, I need to protect my dad because otherwise he'll die. He just doesn't know how to like actualize that or put it into a plan. And so now he does at the end. And of course, now it's like that just that one night has warped his worldview enough that now it's, I, you know, like if they did a sequel to this, is he now the villain? You yeah. Know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, uh, Brie, what would you have changed on the cover to more match the movie? I'm not sure. Oh, I guess should we? Well, let's do our covers first and we'll talk about where we got it wrong. I think I wouldn't have um, Lance Reddick and the girl in that shot because that, I mean, that never happens. They're in completely different parts of the movie. Mm -hmm. Like that face off never happens. Uh -huh. So I just remove them from the cover. Okay. Fair what, enough. What about you? Uh, I would have set it up like the last supper. Oh, and had the family on one side. Uh huh. Um, and like vaguely the, the fighting that they have or like ominous kind of posing uh-huh um or like a norman that norman rockwell thanksgiving photo or oh. painting. either one of those i think would work great and for this would you have like on the table like it, the bottle of wine actually has like a skull and bones on it so it's poison and then you'd have like a hatchet as opposed to a knife yeah that a cleaver instead of a knife yeah. or a big you know you know, some of those like objects that you're like, oh, hey, wait a minute. This isn't quite right. You know, uh, maybe instead of the wine bucket, you put like a bottle of wine in the wine bucket. There's the gun or something like mm -hmm. just just little visuals to throw you off. I think that would have been neat. I agree. Um, what did we get wrong? So we were very wrong about there is no supernatural element to any of this. Nope. At least that was my prediction. Yep. Or my desire. Um, and I said that there was going to be a, a swap of like a person. At, like it was going to be a bait and switch, but it really wasn't. No, 
We did get some foreshadowing murder puns. Yep. Uh, but no food-related murder puns. I did have one jump scare. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What was that? Well, I can't remember now. I just remember when... Blah! Yeah, that <laughs> could have been anything. Um, you were a, a frightful individual. Uh, what was your overall thoughts? Did you enjoy it? I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I would say check this one out. I Even though you just heard the whole entire plot and all of the, and we ruined it for you, it's not ruined. It's still a good movie to watch. Yeah. Also, like if you listen to these movies and then think that we're just telling you everything you saw, man, we suck at reviews. We suck at <laughs> summarizing these so much that like you should not trust our summaries. Let me tell you, our... Our summaries and our discussion about the movie is just so we can have a conversation with each other. And you guys just get to listen to the joy of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You. I mean, yeah, you should not trust the, the validity of what we're saying. Like, we're not lying to you. It's just what we misremember of the movie. <laughs> I know. Like Sometimes I... in different orders than what it actually occurred. <laughs> but this movie, uh, I I was phoned down for. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were full um, on paying attention. Yeah, I, I, it was a, uh, it's not often on this podcast that I get surprised by how much I enjoy one of our movies. Like, this goes up there with like Wolf Cop and Return to Horror High, as far as like, huh, huh. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. You should do more of that. Um, so yeah. And you'll just have a good time, hey, no matter what, trying to figure out where have I seen that person before? Yeah. I had my IMDb page up and ready to look at throughout the whole movie. Which is a weird thing that you like to do. <laughs> I, well, because I it niggles in the back of my brain. I don't love that we're using that word casually. Niggles? Stop saying it. Uh, it itches the back of your brain. Yeah. It, 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 it nudges and it tickles. It nibbles. No. Don't make fun of my words. Oh. <laughs> Pick better ones then. Um, there's an entire dictionary. Yeah, it, it so I would say check it out. Uh we found this one on Shutter, I think. Yep. Yeah. And it, it's worth the price of admission. Like you yep. get that, you get Wolf Cop, you get Wolf Cop sequel. Which we'll be watching. Yeah, so we're probably gonna be doing Wolf Cop C or Wolf Cop, which is called another Wolf Cop. Yep. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> But it blew me away because you're like, see if they have the other wolf cop, you know, another wolf cop. And I was like, wait. And I Googled it. And it was like, that was the actual name. I was like, oh, did you know that? And you're like, maybe. I don't know. Yes, I did know it. No, you didn't. <laughs> you're just psychic. All right, Brie. Anything else folks need to know? Uh, Kevin, where can we find you on social media? You can find me at Kevin underscore egg on Twitter and Instagram and Kevin Eggleston on Facebook. And we are at by its cover pod on Twitter and Instagram and by its cover podcast on Facebook. Yep. And if you're like, Hey, what do you guys talk about when you don't talk about movies? You can find out some of that on August 6th. We're going to be doing a comedy debate show. Now that you're looking at me, I realize we might not be posting this until after August 6th. <laughs> In which case you can find it on our YouTube channel. Yes. You can find it on our YouTube channel by its cover podcast. Yep. <laughs> Or we we do these all the time, so just follow them. Or we don't do them all the time. We're trying to do them all the time since we, live comedy's kind of shut down. We think there's going to be a frequency to them. Yep. So you can always check those out if you want to see them too. Yep. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.